And we are live. Good evening, guys and gals. What is up? Welcome back to the second empowering, well, I guess it's technically the third empowering forward momentum live stream. Um, tonight, I've got a guest who will be coming on shortly. He's having a few technical issues. So while he gets the uh, his end of things figured out, gets that all tied together, we're just going to roll with it for a little bit. Um, I want to make sure that you guys know that this video does come out as an audio podcast, which if you go into any podcast players and search for Empowering Forward Momentum, it should show up. If it does not show up, just shoot me a message and I'll have to go make sure that happens. Um, but yeah, like I said, check it out. Uh, the, the audio should be there. If not, We'll make it happen. Um, tonight, my guest is Christopher DeVidal from SecureCoop.com. And we're talking about magnifying the power of Christ in our business or in our weakness to help our business. And I love the topic. I, I love how he framed that because the purpose of this live stream, the purpose of empowering forward momentum is personal and business growth from a biblical perspective. And so I've, I've been searching out guests that can come in and, and speak to that just to give us a glimpse into kind of their personal journey into starting their own business and building things up and, and how God has walked them through, you know, the hardships, the triumphs, the all kind of how all that plays together. But I'm going to go ahead and bring Christopher on if you're ready Hey, Chris. Well, we're going to see if this is going to work for me. Uh, Hey. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it works this time. (laughs) Technical Uh, issues. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm on my phone hotspot. And if that is not going to cut it, I, my main router is rebooting right now. And so if, uh, if this doesn't work, we'll try to fall back to the other. So give it our, give it our best. Everybody. I'm in, I'm in Florida and we had that hurricane and ever since then it's oh. been just a little bit weird. A little wonky. So yeah. Technical yeah, issues. They'll, they'll get you. <laughs> oh yeah. There, there, yeah. there might be a well, little bit of a lag, but okay. it's nothing that we can't roll through. It'll, it'll be all good. Yeah. We just have to know to be careful not to talk over one another. There you go. So were, were y'all in the yeah. path of the hurricane or was that South of y'all a bit? Yeah, that was south. We're we're, we're inland in, in state, and um, nothing, no hurricanes ever really bother us. We're up on a rise, sandy hill, so we don't worry about floods. We're far enough inland that we don't really have a problem with winds. The only real concern with any kind of a hurricane is the, the occasional tornado, uh, you know, that they bring in. And, and so we don't really even evacuate. We just sort of buckle down and listen for the air raid sirens. That's about it. So. <laughs> yeah. Those, those can be interesting times. I grew up in South Georgia and I remember we never really got anything too terrible, but like you were saying, it, it, it was the, the tornadoes that spawned off of the, the hurricanes rolling through that you really had to watch out for, but yeah. it, it made for some interesting times. <laughs> so Excellent. why don't you tell us who Christopher Devital is and kind of, uh, your journey from, I, 
go as far back as you want, but to kind of the, the events in your life that made you into who you are today. All right. Uh, my family is, uh, is, was grew up in the church and, you know, and, uh, dad was a youth group, uh, pastor. They moved to Florida to serve in the church. And, uh, and so, you know, I was always around Christian things, uh, but about eight or nine years old, uh, the Lord just moved in a very powerful way in my own life personally, in a way that I just couldn't deny, you know. And so I was uh, very keen to the Lord and, and, and wanted to pursue a life of holiness. But I don't think I was genuinely, truly, completely born again. Just, you know, there's, there's, there's the sheep and there's the wolves and there's the goats. I think I was just a goat, you know, just mm. just hanging out in the church and and you know saying the right thing. So I wasn't I wasn't any in any way a false, uh, like like lying, but just like you know just sort of it, it was um, it was just important to me, but not real personally impacting. And then I was going about my life, and then I just sort of started rebelling and walking my own way and just doing my own thing. And then just uh, one day I lost my job and the Lord just showed up in power and might to help me after that, you know, little things that made me keenly aware, you know, that verse in Romans where it talks about uh, how God's kindness should lead us to repentance. And I really experienced that is that you're here. I am living contrary to the ways of God and he's being kind to me. That made me feel about this big. And mm -hmm. so I said, you know, I, I really need to, um, live my life fully for. So I think that's when I really just truly began to just lean upon Jesus and his work for me on my behalf and just really started to see his work in my life. Well, that was about the year 2000. I'm tooling along and um, I tried a, I tried my hand at a, at a computer consultant business and I've got really uh, just it was just taking up so much time, and I said, "I know it's I, I, it's consuming so much time. I'm going to step back from that." And it was about two months later that I began to just have this immense fatigue, just this mm. constant. And I, I'm I'm guessing that burning the candle at both ends, doing that that trying that consultancy, uh, I was just you know consuming caffeine and drink driving to customers late in the night, and you know mm -hmm. almost driving off the road working around the clock and I was just killing myself. And I think that may have triggered something that is still uh, affecting me to this day. That was like 15 years ago. Um, so, you know, but, it, but even so in that time, I could see the intimate care of God in my life, you know, making sure that I was uh, able to get, um, you know, a really good paying job uh, with uh, Bank of America and um, I work in their IT department. So I'm working now in their IT department and uh, come along to about 2016. And my mother-in-law, we had a, you know, a hurricane and um, we moved this RV that we're sitting, that I'm sitting in and we're going, we moved it out to, to cause it was, it was coming enough inland that I didn't want a tornado to rip this one apart. So let's just go ahead and move mm -hmm. this one. We go up to Georgia and we're just enjoying ourselves, you know, and, and we're just hanging out at this campground. And I said, well, I sure would like to stay longer. 
got my mother-in-law with me and when she was uh, mother-in-law was uh we bought some chickens that she was watching she was the the keeper of the chickens and she was you know not, she was never able to get a break she was always having to stay well i got to get back in the morning and let the chickens out i said golly so one of the first things i did when i got back home i got online and i said what about those automatic chicken door openers do they you know what are those like and I got looking at them and said, man, they just are really not very intelligent. I had high expectations of I'm working <laughs> in the IT department for a Fortune 50 uh, bank company. You know, I'm expecting uh, a lot of technology and and and, and I, I, I realize now just high expectations. But, you know, at the time you're thinking, I'm thinking, man, if this when this thing has an issue, uh, would we ever know? You know, you can't walk away from your chickens like that. And I got to thinking I should make her something. And then I, the next thought was I should sell it. And so I've been on go. this quest to build a, uh, a, a very reliable uh, chicken door opener that has phone notifications comes, comes to your phone. Excuse me. I need a drink. Yeah, go for it. I want to go back to uh, something you mentioned earlier. You were talking about the little ways that God shows up and I haven't had a lot of experience where, yeah. I knew that that God's hand was in it, but I remember one time specifically, I used to be a uh, a foreman for a uh, residential construction company, and I'd oversee all their projects. And we had one inspector who was especially difficult, and he was coming in one day for a final inspection, and I knew that all the outlet covers had to be on. I had made sure that everything was buttoned up and ready for him. One of the painters took an outlet cover off and, and I didn't catch it before the inspector got there. He walked in, took one look at that and said, what's the deal? You know, this is supposed to be on and turned and walked out. Wouldn't even hear anything when, wouldn't, wouldn't let me put the outlet cover on or anything. <laughs> and so what happened was like, as, as rude as he was, and, and this was, you know, common dealings with him. He was always like that. I said, God, if if you want me to know that you do actually hear me, because I believe you're there, but I don't always feel you. I said, make him apologize when he comes back tomorrow. The next day he walked in and said, <laughs> Ken, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know I, what got into me yesterday. I just, I, I apologize. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, how does that happen? So that was, that was oh, the first great. time that I really remember God being like, here it is. There's your sign. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's super cool. So go into <laughs> you were telling me about the, yeah. the chicken door openers. Um, is that is that the, yeah, the yeah. business um, that you've kind of gotten into? That's interesting. Yeah, that's the that was the foot in the door was the chicken door coop opener, and it sends notifications to your phone. And I've got security monitoring, clustering, redundancy, backups, all that jazz, so that. I'm, tr I'm treating the customer's flock as I would our multi-billion dollar servers, you know, at the office, trying to try trying to treat them in such a way that I can put a guarantee on it that, you know, if something ever happens that I don't notify the customer about and that causes them to lose their flock, I'll replace their entire flock up to 20 birds. So I know that wow. I could put a kind of, yeah, I can put a guarantee on that because I'm trying to build it to be, stable, reliable, monitored, and, you know, a fortress for the, for the, for the flock. 
So after right. I did all that, I said, you know, I'm building out this core. I could also monitor this and monitor this and monitor this. And it wouldn't be all that much to add electric fence monitor and, you know, a motion sensor and cameras and um, a turret that, you know, like you've seen these little automated uh, turrets that shoot water mm. oh, they, yeah. they follow the motion. So if it, yeah. So if a deer comes in the garden, it, <laughs> shoot them right, with some right. water. So little things like that. Um, <laughs> And, and so just along along the, the path of, of the, the, the homestead that's automating the homestead, but from a security uh, niche, from a security perspective to keep it from, right. it's it's kind of, you know, you're running these things, you're running a little homestead, you're trying to rely on it for food and you're feeding yourself mostly and you're feeding your neighbors and it uh, just a, a, a single uh, dog can wipe out you know, your entire flock. And so, yeah, that's, or that's a the, possum the, or a coon. That's the place. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's the, oh. place, that's the place I'm coming in at. Right. So, what, uh, like, how, what's kind of that process been like? Is, is, I mean, I, I know you've been working at this for a while. Is your biggest hurdles the, the hardware side of it or kind of the, the software, the developing side of it? Like, where's kind of what oh, yeah. stage are you in? And, yeah, all, all of the above. I knew like maybe 15% of everything I needed to know uh, to do this. I you know, had some big level concepts about uh, about backups and clustering and things. And those that kind of stuff I had some experience with. But a lot of the development stuff I'm new at, especially I'm making a phone app for, for Apple and Android. And my gosh, oh, okay. that is such a different world. That is a different <laughs> world. And so, man, so I, I got like that. I got that app buggy but pretty functional and then i've hired a guy from germany to basically bring it home because there's some i just i just was banging my head against the wall and i said it's time to bring in an expert so i've got him i was talking with him today about doing some more debugging and you know we work on it little by little and mm -hmm. uh and so but yeah i mean I, i've got this friend that i keep in touch with all the time and I'm, you know, I'm always saying, well, you, you'll never believe it, but yes, you will. I hit another serious roadblock with security. <laughs> like, yeah, I would, I would hit things that you Google it, and there wouldn't be a single person that has this issue, or there is five people that have the issue, but no one's listed a resolution. Or I'll put a comment in, on a message board, hey, I'm having this problem, and no response. Or you know, and I'm like, oh my Ooh. god, I can't believe it. I'm just, <laughs> I just keep hitting. Wall after wall after wall after wall after wall after wall after wall, and then like you know, I'm like, man, this should have been I should have been done with this four years ago, and and that's part <laughs> of the struggle. That's been part of the struggle. Has been like, okay, Lord, I know that you set this in my heart. You give me this idea. You've given me the skill to work on this, and you've gotten me this far. And I'm believing that I don't have any promise that I can bank on, but I just just believe in that the Lord's going to let me bring it home and mm -hmm. so right now where we're, where we're at is the app is is pretty good now you can log in you can look at your your status uh new user sign up is having some problems so if you're a new user you're buying it it's not quite good and we're getting close on that um you know it just it just got to keep i just got to keep banging away at it and all all this whole time i'm dealing with that that creeping fatigue and that that uh, keeping me, you know, I'm working two jobs and I got a family and we got a little homestead. It's like, ah, my gosh, 
But Lord yeah. knows, you know, the Lord knows. Yeah. That's tough. That's that's a lot to juggle, you know, when when you yeah. feel like you have a calling and and or at, at least a passion project even if it's not a calling, but then you've yeah. you can only put so much time into it cuz you've got a full-time job or in your case two full-time jobs and and it yeah, just yeah, seems yeah. like the time that you need and the resources that you need to put into the thing that you want to be doing that's consuming you it's just not there. Um yeah, I was going to ask, like, I, I'm always interested, you know, I started empowering forward momentum because I really like helping. I wanted to help, especially youth, like teenagers, as they're coming out of high school, kind of figure out a career direction. But I, I love the entrepreneurial side of things. And I like pushing people, you know, if they can to start their business and, and go that direction. So I'm always interested to hear like the, the genesis behind other people's businesses and, and kind of some of the ideas that they had and where that came from. And it, and it sounds like, you know, yours came from a real need. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and even now, like I was talking with somebody today, earlier today, she's in marketing and she said, when is it going to be ready? Cause we need it. <laughs> There's <laughs> yeah. enough people. Yeah, it, it because you're you can't keep an eye on your flock all the time, and you got to have right. something, you know, that that helps out and and is increases your. It's called a force multiplier. It helps you to increase your own uh, efforts and multiply your efforts, so you can have mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's a question that nobody who's developing something wants to hear. Do you have a timetable for it? <laughs> you're right i hate that question uh, my timetable my, my timetable was january 2017 so <laughs> overshot it just a little bit just a little, oh, bit. Just a little bit here here's another thing i'll throw at you got a comment that says have you thought about face facial recognition for the chicken door i'm not sure yeah, if that's actually, for the chickens themselves or <laughs> Right, right. No, I don't know how reliable a facial recognition would be, but they do make RFID leg bands for poultry. So they use this mostly for pigeons when they come in from uh, homing pigeons. When they come in to roost, they walk through a little box. Yeah, they walk through a little door and they walk through a box and they have a leg band with uh, with a tag on it. And that tag gets picked up by uh, by the reader. And it would be not difficult at all to take that same technology and put a tunnel inside of a chicken coop so that the, 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 when Henrietta walks from through the further front of the door through the tunnel, it says Henrietta came in. And then when Henrietta walks through the second one and goes out the first one, Henrietta walked out. So the door, it, huh. it's, it's, it, all the technology is there. It just taking the time to implement, take it all and put it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just a, kind of a technical question. Are you, are you building all this on uh, like a Raspberry Pi, the, that platform or kind of? Oh, yeah. So that, yeah. that's another that's another great story about about uh, the, all the hurdles and the uh, this. This is the crazy part. So I start with a um, I start with uh, you've probably heard of Arduino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew that when I saw, OK, this is written in the C programming language, which I have almost no experience with. So let's go to something I know. Let's go with, I love the Python programming language. Cool. So Python, uh, that doesn't run on Arduino, but it does run on a chip called ESP32. Oh, okay. 
and they're cheap and they've got Wi-Fi and yeah, that's great. Let's see who's in ESP32. Super. I start to get, <laughs> go down that road and I start to program it and I hit a wall with with the amount of memory that it uses because uh, well Python oh. just just kills. And I'm like, this thing is crashing. And I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do? <laughs> so so I hit that wall. And I said, all right, I can't do that. I'm going to have to switch. I'm, I just, this is not working. I'm going to have to switch off of the ESP32. And, uh, well, Raspberry Pi. I know Linux. I know that. I like the Raspberry Pi. They're really cute little computers. If you don't know what a Raspberry Pi is, a uh, credit, credit card size computer. And uh, I said, oh, well, that's not too bad. And they're only five, ten bucks. Yeah, let's let's do that. We'll build it around that. And that was going to increase your, my costs and all. But I was willing to do it just to get it out the door and get it done. And uh, so I started to develop on that. And I got pretty far down that path. And then COVID hit. And then the microchip <laughs> apocalypse hit. Oh, man. And the microchip apocalypse impacted the support chips that this Raspberry Pi was needing. And then later on. Raspberry Pi itself started to come up Ooh. unavailable, and you can't get one now for less than like a, like fifty bucks. And wow. so there was just that would have that would have killed me if I didn't back a year now like a year and a half ago make the decision. All right, Raspberry Pi is a dead end. Going to go back and try the ESP thirty two one more time because now mm. they have they have devices now in that in that time where I was moving back and forth. They came out with some that have uh, more RAM memory, and they there okay. is now enough there is now enough RAM memory to run it without crashing. So <laughs> yeah, so I was like, it's just been it's just been one roadblock after another. Wow! But, so do you have to rewrite the whole the do all the programming every time you change? Rewrite, I had to rewrite big chunks of it. I wouldn't not everything, but big chunks of oh, it. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's and, uh, crazy. So, yeah, that's crazy. But, you know, but there's advantages <laughs> of the ESP32. One of the great advantages is the cost. I mean, I could, I bought at $4 a piece uh, instead of Raspberry Pi and, and not just the Pi itself, but like it was going to require a custom enclosure and cutting it mm. on a CNC router and learning all that. So going back, scaling back to a, to a little device, I went and bought, uh, uh, bought ahead 1,300 chips from China. And so I got this box of uh, of chips that I threw in my garage, and I, you know it's so funny about that is if there's a thief that breaks in, they'll walk right past the four thousand dollar box of chips and they'll pick up my twenty dollar <laughs> power tools instead. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't know what they're walking past. They don't know what they're walking. Past. <laughs> so is, I guess the next question would be. Because uh, I'm always interested in these type of things. Are are you self funded, or or did you have any yeah. kind of outside funding or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I cashed in some of my 401k because I just figured with the economy and things, I just don't think that's going to be worth much anyway. And so I just loaned against, borrowed against that, and it's and it, you know when you're borrowing against your 401, you're just paying yourself back, so it's not a big big deal. Uh, and uh, so I bought chips, and I paid for programming, and I paid. And I bought some. I bought a head on some components, thinking I was going to use them, and didn't. And you know, it adds up. It adds up. Just a little yeah, bit low. You know, but uh, all, all told, I, I, it's still very much a shoestring budget. You know, still very much within the, the possibility of a lot of people. 
even without, you know, if you don't make the huge mistakes that I did in, in, in buying ahead and things like that. But, uh, you know, if you're just slightly technical inclined, it's definitely a future automation in general is a big, big, big field. And mm-hmm. like somebody mentioned, somebody mentioned machine learning, that's a big, big field. And that you can learn with, with almost no money, you know? So yeah. Yeah. If you just like technology and if you have that brain where you can read a manual and start to do the tutorials and things, you can do it. I'm, I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's gonna make homesteading a lot more fun for a lot of people once they start to see all the things that you can make these, you know, a little chicken door. What what all you can do with it? It's, it's gonna be a lot of fun for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. with all the, all the newbies of, coming into homesteading. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like you get on like Instructables and there's all kinds of little projects. How I automated my chicken coop and and how I did this with my backyard and things like that so so i'm doing i'm looking at those tutorials and trying to pick out the little pieces that the things that they're doing say oh i need to do that you know like uh open it like it'll close at night but then it'll reopen for a late comer and then close again those kinds of little little gotcha. little things that that people do so learn from others mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure yeah so with the title uh, that you gave me the topic magnifying the power of Christ in our weakness to help our business. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by in our weakness? Yeah. Like, well, we, we all, that that. okay. I know my weakness is, uh, you know, stamina and, and focus and, uh, getting up and doing the kinds of chores and things that I have to be doing. And I fall behind and, uh, you know, it like just, in the last two or three months, even with this business, it's, I'm just sort of dragging cause I'm hit some spots which are harder and not as exciting, you know, like, um, debugging and things, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, so we all, we all, if we're honest, we have weakness and we know we have weakness. And when we are confronted with our weakness, we are tempted to fear because like for me, me for example uh you know i've got a family that's li- relying on me i'm the sole breadwinner and what if i lose my job and we're hungry and we you know what if there's a fire or what if there's this the what if what if what if it comes at you mm-hmm. um but in when i am weak then he is strong that's that verse in second corinthians it's you know, I, I have, I can give the Lord room to boast. You know, I can give, I can give him an opportunity to shine in, in my life in big ways. Uh, when I acknowledge my weakness, don't try to hide it. Don't try to uh, pretend that I can overcome it. And also don't um, try to save myself, but to, you know, just hour by hour counting on the Lord. Okay, Lord, I, I really need to, this this problem I'm having with this roadblock yet again, Lord, show me please how I ought to move forward in this and just throwing myself upon his constant care in each step of this, of this development process. You know, it, it, it in, in this, this, in this time of sickness, I was, I've just been really deeply, immensely impressed with the Lord's 
care in, in, in my life in great ways. And not only didn't lose my job out of, you know, the fear that I would lose my job because of tiredness, you know, not only didn't lose my job, but I'm still there 12 years later, you know, and wow. uh, yeah. Yeah. And so we are the, the, the intent that the Lord would allow these weaknesses into our lives is to show an unbelieving world that the Lord can be trusted and depended on for strength and help in our time of need. That's the whole, that's one of the main reasons for that. We have these weaknesses is to allow him that opportunity that we can magnify his power and greatness in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. that Cause if we didn't have that, then people would look at us and say, wow, look at, he did this thing. But since we have yeah. that weakness, people can look at us and be like, there's no way he should have been able to do that. I know him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that's incredible. It's, it, it's amazing to see, to see how that works and, and to watch those things work out where we ourselves are like, there's no way this is going to happen. Like, I don't even know if God can make yeah. this happen for me, but, but then it happens. You're like, only God <laughs> could have done that. But how, like with all uh, the fatigue and, and all of that, I mean, ha have you been able to, to push through it or is it, is it debilitating to where it's, you know, severely set you behind on kind of what you wanted to do with this business? Talk if, if I can ask I, that, I hope that's not going too deep. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I've, when I fall behind, I'm pretty sure that it's just me being lazy and not pushing myself. But at the same time, I learned my, the lesson the hard way, not to push myself too hard. Uh, and to simply trust, you know, and, and walk. And so I'm not staying up late. Uh, you know, I'm not getting up early. And a lot of entrepreneurs, they'll do that. They'll burn the candle at both ends. And, uh, and, and I don't know their motivation, but I know for me to do that would be out of worry and fear. And I was just telling someone earlier today that worry is practical atheism. It's saying, uh, you know, my Lord, can't help me. So I've got enough of a runway because I have a, a, I have a daytime job that I can keep uh, pushing at it, pushing at it. And I, you know, as much as I would love to be, uh, you know, delivering and, and rocking it and, and, and the rock star, I can also trust that the Lord will help me to finish the project when, when it's right. So, mm -hmm. um, so I'm pace, pacing myself and just trying to do some, something every day. Um, even then, if I don't feel up to it. Yeah. Does, does it ever get discouraged? Yes, absolutely. That, that, that was a beautiful answer. Um, does it ever get discouraging? It, it does times in, in my own various businesses, but for you, do you ever feel like you only have the second job to fund your third job? <laughs> like how, <laughs> how does that, how does that play into your mental state and, and your, able, oh, your ability to push through things? <laughs> And, and a point of clarification: the second job is the secure coop. Okay. So oh, gotcha, job, gotcha. Yeah, the first job is the Bank of America. The second job is the secure coop. Okay. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I misunderstood you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, the first job is. So back to the question: what, what was? Do I get discouraged about that? Yeah, discouraged. See, does it ever feel to you like you have one job to fund your second job because your second job is just 
sucking up the funds rather than bringing funds in. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm not going to lie. That's discouraging because I'd love to just, you know, to get that question, you know, again, I got it today. How many have you sold? I haven't sold any yet. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> discouraging. it's discouraging. Um, yeah. At the same time, it, I almost wish I hadn't even told anybody because I could then I could just work on it in quiet without the embarrassment of being of, of running behind the expectation that others have on what, how, how long this should be taking. But, uh, but, you know, I'm just, but that's, that's just been the, what the Lord has been just drilling into me, you know, especially like working the day, working the main job. Um, I, I even was, was burning the candle at both ends on that one. And my boss said, you know, if you die, if you were to die, this company would have your role, uh, have a uh, an opening for your role by the time your your casket was in the ground. He said, "Don't kill yeah. yourself." He said, "My boss is good." He says, "You know, don't kill yourself. You got you got your family. You know, just just pace it. We got where there's always something to do, and uh, that helps me because when I if I lost, if I'm didn't have a great day and I and it's getting close to quitting time, I could keep pushing it and keep pushing it, or I could just say, "Lord, I trust you." going to log off now and we're going to try and try again tomorrow to, to do do what i couldn't do today so mm-hmm. and it's just been it's been great i mean just didn't need to see all the little tiny little ways that that god would show up the next day and take care of that and my load wouldn't be as bad on the next day and so but secure coop like you know like how how uh even though i hit a roadblock i would find another way around it and and uh making forward progress to where we got, you know, a, a uh, mostly functional prototype now. So mm-hmm. we're getting uh, there. We're mind, getting there. Yeah. Oh yeah. My mind goes to like on, on something like that. And I don't know if, if, if the product you're developing is that way, but a lot of times you can put out a minimum viable product, mm-hmm. or like minimum functionality yes. and upgrade it later is, yeah. is secure cube something that, that, that's capable with or because of the hardware aspect and all of that, do you have to get to a certain point before you can even have a product to sell? Yeah. Yeah. So the minimum viable product concept came out of a great book by Eric uh, Reese, I think his name, uh, lean startup. And uh, I love that book. And the idea is, is sound is where you start out with something, you put it out just to get it out. And it may even be embarrassing. You said, if it's not embarrassing, you're not, you're, you're, you're putting out too much. Uh, my minimum viable product is the reliability. That is the that is the piece that you know, I'm saying to my customers. My product is secure, reliable monitoring. And mm, so, if okay. that's not right, it's not a it's not a minimum viable product if that's not right. And so, right. I can't. So, so having an app which you can't even register the the device that's that's a no that's a no no starter but yeah i'm with that because i had scale i had some other features that i was ready to launch on day one you know and i had to scale them back because they were uh, they were not um meeting the the minimum bible product uh criteria and it's just there's there's a niche of people out there who have chickens who can't get out and they will put up with something that is a little weird and got a little bit of a sharp edges, but it reliably tells them that the coop is closed and it reliably opens it and it reliably does that. But the, but the whole, 
whole thing is the reliable part, the secure part. Right. So, yeah. 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 So I guess yeah. the the fallacy or the 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 wrong way to look at what you're selling is you're not selling just another chicken door. Anybody can make a chicken door, right? That Anybody can make a chicken door. What you're yeah. selling is a security aspect of it. Security, yeah. That peace yeah, of mind, gotcha. you know, it's, that, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So in yeah. in developing all of that and going through, you know, some of the some of the struggles that you've had over the last few years, and then in starting up Secure Coop and maybe running into all of the roadblocks that you've had to navigate. What are some promises God's given you or what have you found in the Bible that's helped you, you know, take, stay to uh, stay in the fight, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, years ago I got some music CDs that were scripture memory music CDs and I'm a bonehead when it comes to memorizing things, uh, <laughs> but I can memorize when they put it to music it's Ooh. just something like, you know how it is when you, you can still remember um, songs from high school. You can still remember every word. Right. And it's something <laughs> about music that, yeah, something about music that cues our brains to be able to remember things. And so uh, they these are, if you Google scripture memory music, now you can find them on YouTube and things like that on Spotify. So you can put those on and repeat, you know, hit repeat until you've, memorize them and hmm. that is an excellent way it's like i tell people that it's like um uh if you only memorize john three sixteen and psalm 23 uh it'll be like giving the holy spirit a piano with two notes now that <laughs> song that the holy spirit is going to play with those two notes is going to be like it's going to be like chopsticks but it'll be like the best chopsticks you've ever heard but it's still just going to be chopsticks, dee, 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 you know, and <laughs> and so give the Holy Spirit a lot to work with and memorize scripture and it'll it'll inform you and it'll help you. Like when you're praying for somebody, you're going to you could say things in prayer or you can call out a scripture that comes to mind. And it just like it lands on people with such an authority and, and power and force that just helps people to. Uh, to really say, boy, that that makes me feel so good to hear God's promises, like um, the promise that I would repeat to myself when I was in the worst. And when I say I was really fatigued. I've gotten better. But when it, when it was bad, it was like 50 pounds on my shoulders at all times, walking around just like, wow, barely get anything done because I just feel really wretched all day long. And so I've improved from that, but I'm still not not home. But anyway, like the, the promise I would tell myself would be like Nahum 1 7. You know, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who take refuge in him. You know, or uh, Isaiah 41 10. Uh, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Or um, Isaiah 43 2. When you walk through the waters, and this is the God of the universe talking, when you walk through the waters, I, the God of the universe, will be with you. And through the rivers, it shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. And, mm. uh, you know, I'm a little, I'm, we're homesteading, and I'm a bit prepper-minded. I'm, I'm aware of the economy, and I'm aware, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to be really fatigued and tired and, 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 
and my my family's going to be needing me and, and there'll be perhaps people trying to rob us and all that and but I just say to myself, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows those who take refuge in him. You know, he's a strong tower that we run into. So um, those are the kinds of promises that would anchor me and just help me to calm down and not to fear and to, to walk with the Lord and trust him. And just day by day, you know, get into that fight and keep working at it every day. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Now, I had to think yeah. when you said earlier you, um, you listen to the Bible memory music, do you, when you go to repeat that back, do you have to really concentrate to not sing it back? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can do it is, is by singing it. That's the only <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, and that's fine. If that's what you got to do, you got to sing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. The Lord is good, <laughs> a stronghold in the day of trouble. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, anything that you would say yeah. to somebody who's kind of on the fence about maybe starting their own business or, you know, they, they've kind of had a vision, but don't really know where to go with it or how to get into it, or it seemed like it's just so far off, it'll, it'll never happen happen what would you say to that person who is half in half out okay so that kind of person is probably not proceeding because they have fears that kind of person thinks what the heck am i going to do if i start this thing and i can't uh you know i can't come up with the money for the electricity bill uh you know because something and they're so they're they're worried they're they're their fears and i would say to that person start with the promises of of the bible start with the bible and uh get yourself a verse that you can meditate on and you can think on and you can memorize with maybe with scripture memory music uh because what is going to happen is when you, you know, Proverbs 16, 3, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Now, uh, that's not a promise. That's a proverb. But a proverb is something that is usually true. So if you commit your work to the Lord, usually it will be established. And if it if there's some failure, he will be with you. Uh, the mistakes that people make. I heard it somewhere. I can't tell you exactly what they, what the person said, but they said almost every kind of decision you make is reversible. You can, you can do things and you'll say, well, that was a bad idea. And you back out and you may do something else. Um, the fear, if you're in the Lord, if you're a Christian fear, a perfect love casts out fear. And if you're walking in fear, it's because you're, walking in that practical atheism you just believe that the lord has you in his capable hands that he's a good Ooh. father he's a good father he's not going to abandon you or forsake you if, if you can't come up with money to pay the electric bill you'll sit with candles for a while but you make your business happen one way or another you will figure it out a lot of people do a lot of people push forward and they do you know maybe they're like me and they have to work a, a second job while they're trying to make it happen. But the Lord made us to 
uh, you know, Genesis, he made us to uh, uh, subdue the earth. That's that's how that's in our nature to be productive and be do our, do business and put our hands to some task that, you know, he has us at. So um, that person who isn't moving forward, ask them to consider their fears, consider the greatness of our God and walk forward with confidence, knowing that he will be with you and sustain you. Well said. Beautiful. I love it. Where can somebody find you and follow along with the work you're doing on Secure and get updates on the progress? Sure. You can go to securecoop.com. Um, you know what I need to do? I'm going to make you a coupon if you want to have your viewers to, yeah. if they're interested. I, I need. I was going to do it, and I forgot. Uh, we're going to make the coupon to be... Um, Ken Ish rocks. There we go. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll drop that link then in the show notes too. So. Yeah. And get an, awesome. there's, I have an ebook that I've wrote on coop protection, how to protect your coop, 40 ways to protect your coop. So okay. if you do have, a, if you do have a chicken coop, you can get that ebook and Ken Ish rocks and it's all uppercase or lowercase. Doesn't matter. Um, let me make a note right now. So I don't forget. <laughs> Yeah, if you're like me, you'll you say that, and then uh, later you're like, "What was that thing I was gonna do? Yeah. I, I just have no idea." <laughs> I've got your links too. I'll, that's I'll drop that's been one of the biggest links. lessons. <laughs> Write it down, right? <laughs> yeah, that's been one of the biggest lessons of of, the, of a T. Yeah, always write it down. Never trust yourself to remember. So let me write that down now before I yeah. forget. Ken Ishrox. If I trust my memory, it usually fails for sure. <laughs> Got to write it down exactly. and then try to remember where I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got so, your links where so people have can them get, get to you. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Yeah, do that. You'd send the links and they can also get on the, on the website uh, on the mailing list. Uh, that way, and I don't, I hate spam, so I don't send a lot of noise. Uh, just get having people to sign up on the mailing list. They can follow along and uh, they can catch me up on usually on MeWe, but I'm also on Facebook, Twitter and uh, Telegram. And I don't think I can give you a Telegram link, um, but uh, Telegram, Twitter, the major ones, Gab. Yep. All right. I'll, I'll drop links. all the links I've got in the show notes and uh, yeah. yeah, sounds great. I'm looking forward to, to when we've cool. got a product right. out. I appreciate yes, you joining me. We're going to keep putting at it. Yeah, thanks so much for this opportunity to talk. I really just, I love to talk about, you know, the, the, the product's the product. And and if I live and I die, the, the product's great. I love to be able to sell that to people. But the better thing, this is really about building God's kingdom. It's about uh, putting this forth because I, I can't wait for the day that to come when I can um teach someone else about how to do this and maybe that might be in Haiti or something. Mm -hmm. uh, then I can, I can also put it, put out some gospel tracks and I can, um, you know, use the funds to supply uh, for people in my church. So, so building, we're building God's kingdom through building products. There you go. I like that. That's, that's good. That's real good. Yeah. It's all, using using those to fund good instead of like so many companies out there do funding evil. So we need more of that for sure. You got it. But, yes, sir. Right, have a great night, Christopher. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much.